Welcome to the Becoming You Forever podcast. My name is Emily Peterson, and I am here to share strategies, ideas, and ways that will help you become your best self, becoming the version of you that you want to be forever by incorporating all of these tools and techniques that are going to help fuel your body, your mind, and your spirit to truly be the version of you that you want to be consciously, on a conscious level, choosing for yourself who it is that you want to be. Hey friends, what's going on? Welcome to another week at the Becoming You Forever podcast. Today, we're going to talk about becoming resilient because resilience is a really great thing to understand and to become, to have, to experience, to embody that resilience because it can help us get through a lot of stuff, okay? (laughs) So to be resilient means to be able to withstand or recover quickly from something difficult, from difficult um, conditions. It also means to be strong, tough, and hard, hardy, not hardened, <laughs> hardy, where we're strong and we can handle the things that come at us. So when we have setbacks in life, whether it's from natural disasters or accident, death, illness, um, the choices of others, change of job or place of residence, like basically you can think of anything that could be a setback, um, any kind of circumstance. Whether it's in our control or out of our control, we get to choose to be aware and pay attention of our reactions and our responses. And to be resilient means that we respond in a way that's going to benefit who we want to be and the relationships we want to have and the way that we want to experience our life and our future. So becoming resilient means that, yeah, we might be going through hard stuff. There might be stuff happening in relationships or in the world or in our home or in our community or in our bodies or in our minds. There could be a million different things that could be taking place, situations outside of us, things that we can't control. And when we become resilient, that means that we know how to respond to these things. When we become resilient, it means that we are not going to falter. We're not going to lose faith. We're not going to wish that we could never have to go through these things ever again. Resilience means not praying to be like avoiding these type of things or praying to get out of them, but praying for strength through them. We aren't always going to be perfect at how we withstand any of these conditions around us. But the more we go through them, the more we can learn about ourselves and our responses. We learn by consciously taking note of the results that we create in our life. Think about this. We create our results. If we don't like what we have or what is happening in our lives, we are the ones who can actually literally change it. Sure, we can't change other people. We can't change the weather. (laughs) We can't change circumstances, things that have already happened, things that people have already done or said, or any of those type of things. But we can control how we respond to all of this stuff and who we choose to be in these moments and how resilient we become because of them. It's how we respond to the conditions of these difficult situations. Sometimes the feeling or result um, we can see easier when we first 
like understand how we are in control of that result. So think about just a basic situation where maybe the result is that your house is a mess and you don't like the fact that you just cleaned it and other people have now put stuff where it doesn't belong and it's sitting out and they're not doing their part in taking care of their own things. So there's so the situation would be specific factual things, right? So you could see literally five dishes in the sink or uh, muddy shoes on the floor, or you can see somebody crossed a boundary that you put in place. Now, that's a result. Like you can see that there's a circumstance, but then there's a result that you're getting because, so the result might be with those circumstances, your result might be that you get upset because no one ever listens to you in putting the things away that you asked them to put away, to take care of their muddy shoes or to not do that thing that you've already asked them not to do or to do this thing that you did ask them to do. So our result might be that we are festering in this frustration and this annoyance and these emotions of anger, whatever it might show up to be. And we now feel a little out of control in our life and we feel like we need to go and make somebody do something to make us feel better. So our result is that we're not happy, that we're unsettled, that our house is a mess. But if we want a different result, we can literally change the way we think about it, change the way we feel about it, and take a new action, right? So we can we can change the result by still being frustrated. We can still go and be frustrated and talk to these people and tell them that they need to clean it up. That might be your action. Or you can still be frustrated, annoyed, whatever, and your action might be that you storm into the room and you take care of those muddy shoes or you you tell them, you know, how you're feeling about this specific boundary and that They have no right to cross this or do that or whatever. Um, And you could get a different result as far as maybe it's clean now, but you're still feeling unsettled. You're not happy. You're frustrated. (laughs) So if we want a different result as far as who we are, how we feel, and becoming resilient to all the things outside of us, then it takes a little more conscious effort. It takes changing some of our thoughts, right? Changing the way that we think about this situation. So instead of looking at the muddy boots and getting frustrated that no one ever listens to me, I tell them not to come in with these shoes on and they still do it. Or I've told my friend that I don't want this type of gift or this type of thing in our home or for my kids and they still give it or do it. Or, you know, I've told my parents that I wish they wouldn't give my kids these kind of gifts because we have too many of these kind of toys and they still do it. We can either be frustrated still, and then we can act out, which might be, yeah, we bring up our boundary and we tell them and we fume and whatever. Or, and again, let's go back to what that thought might be in our head that's fueling that frustration. So the thought might be, I've already told you, you should already know Like, you should just listen to me. You should respect me. You should do these things differently because we've already talked about it. Why don't you ever listen? You are 
not very respectful because you always, you know, cross these boundaries or whatever. So those are your thoughts in your mind. And when we come from those thoughts, of course, we're going to feel frustrated. We're going to feel unsettled. We're going to feel annoyed. We're going to feel angry, whatever we're going to feel. And that's what's going to be fueling the actions that we're taking and getting the results. So even if we're getting results that we actually like the result might be, yeah, you might have a clean house, but now you're still feeling frustrated. Um, we don't want that result, actually. We might want a clean house, but we really actually are just seeking to feel peace. Not just to see a clean house, but what the clean house allows us to feel. It allows us to feel peace and calm and just at one with ourselves and with our home and our environment. So when we change our thoughts to being oh, you know what? They must have forgotten. I guess I could totally remind them next time. Oh, you know what? Yeah, they they were just in a hurry. They hurried and took their shoes off inside and didn't even realize they had mud on them. Okay, I can still talk to them, but maybe it doesn't come from a place of frustration. So becoming resilient is going to be, how do we respond now? Resilient in not letting them control our emotions and how we feel and how we react and um, how we take action in the things that we want in our lives. Resilience is going to be, oh, this thing happened again. I'm going to do something different this time because I want a different result. I want to feel differently. I want to show up as this kind of person, as the mom and the wife or the person that I want to be in this situation. I don't want to be the person who always nags and gets frustrated and yells or always complains about whatever it is, right? So to be resilient in just those small moments that are hard, it might be hard to feel like you're never listened to, (laughs) especially as a mom. You feel like that sometimes. And so to be resilient in that means you're you're trusting, you're surrendering, you're having faith, and you're in that moment choosing to be somebody else. Instead of giving in to the anger and the frustration and lashing out, you've learned to now breathe. You've learned to be more resilient in yourself, in your emotions, in your mental and emotional state, and how you choose to show up, how you choose to be, how you choose to respond. We become resilient when we choose how we want to think and feel no matter what is happening. Just like these examples and these scenarios, we become resilient when when we choose to have faith that even if things aren't going our way, there's still a purpose for them. We can be resiliently happy and at peace in our lives, even in difficult situations. We could be sick and struggling and having A lot of hard things happen in our lives. And to be resilient is going to mean that we don't let those things control how we respond and who we are. If I want to be more patient, kind, and loving as a mother, that probably would look more like being soft-spoken. It might look like being curious, fascinated, um, willing to understand another point of view and listening better. Because maybe you feel like they're not listening to you when you try to get them to do certain things that you have asked them multiple times to do. But maybe you're not listening to them because maybe 
in a silent way in their mind, they're just wishing that you would take the time to listen to their needs, to their wants, to their desires, to what they need in that moment of just a little break. Or maybe they just need a little bit of time to be able to get up and do that thing that you want them to do. And they can't do it right there the way that you want it, right? So um, someone that I follow, Tony Overbay, he has two podcasts. And one of them is The Virtual Couch. And he always talks about, because he's a family therapist, um, a couple and family therapist, and he talks about assuming good intentions. So if the first thing that can go through our mind is they're doing the best that they know how, what can I do to lighten this situation? Then we're assuming good intentions and we're already getting into the energy and the space of listening with compassion and love and understanding. So if I think, again, that they're not listening to me, they usually don't listen and they're, you know, we always struggle with this. I always have to repeat myself to my kids. They just don't listen. I become resilient when I don't let it affect me like it used to. I don't let it boil up inside and make me angry or feel frustrated. And then I don't act out the same way as I used to. We can go through the hard stuff and just be better because of it. Thinking about Daniel in the lion's den, he was not, um, he was not like saved from going in the lion's den, right? But he was saved in the lion's den. He was helped. He was preserved and he was blessed while he was in there. Angels came and protected him. So we might not be preserved or we might not be saved from these situations, from these type of people and these relationships or these hard situations, these health problems. We might not be, we might not um, be saved from them, but in them, in our moments of weakness, in these hard times, in these relationships, in the hospital, if you're sick, in our body that might be unhealthy in whatever situation we're in that is not ideal or comfortable or or helping us to feel the most joy that we can feel, he is helping us in them, even if we're not saved from having to go through them. So praying and having faith is not about, you know, just being... Um, I keep thinking of that word. (laughs) It's not just being out of those situations or God coming in and being like, oh yeah, you're not even going to have any of those hard times. I'll just make sure you never have to deal with that. Instead, it's I will strengthen you through it and in it. That's where faith comes. Faith comes in taking the action even if it's really scary. It's holding that boundary even if it is so hard and so scary and we're so worried about what the other person's going to think or say or how they're going to respond to us, we hold fast to that boundary. We know who has our back and we follow through anyway. So there's a woman, her name is Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and she talks about um, how our experiences impact our brains and our minds and that an experience is made up of a lot of memories Um, and how 
We can be resilient, become mentally and emotionally resilient, depending on how we choose to respond to our situations. So she has a couple um, books out, and they're pretty cool. I haven't read them fully or anything, but I've been learning about them. And we can unmask our natural resilience, and we can help our children do this by not trying to save them from these hard situations, but teaching them how to handle them. So not trying to save them from feeling hurt when somebody says something mean, but we can teach them how they can take those words in, words that somebody said, and how that they felt because they actually did have thoughts about what that person said. And the thoughts are usually that person shouldn't say that. That was mean. That was hurtful. That person I thought was my friend and they just said this mean thing about me. That hurt my feelings. So what actually hurt your feelings is your thoughts about what that person should or shouldn't be like and then you chose to feel hurt. But we don't have to teach our kids that they chose to feel hurt. We can just be compassionate and teach them that, oh, that's hard. Teach them by your own example. When they come to us and they're like, that really hurt when so-and-so said this or when you did this to me or you you said this or whatever it was. And we say, oh, that's hard. Tell me more. It's really hard to be in that place. Um, but we can teach them to be more resilient by actually understanding their emotions and not pushing them away. By actually accepting and allowing and loving and appreciating where they're at now. So if they come to you and they're feeling sad, we don't say, oh, just buck up like it's going to be better and who cares? That person's just stupid anyway. No, we say, that sounds really hard. It's okay to feel sad about that. Go ahead. Let all your sadness out. Just feel it. And sometimes I'll ask, do you feel it in your body somewhere? Oh, that, that hurts my heart sometimes when I feel sad. And we can actually just let them be in the emotion. That's the most healthy space to be, is to be with ourselves and understand what we're actually experiencing and not trying to push it away. To be resilient means we're not going to give in and shove the emotions away or try to distract ourselves so we don't feel them. Resilience is actually feeling it, going through it, going through the hard thing and becoming stronger because of it. We're becoming tougher. We're becoming hardy. We're being able to withstand more of these things. The winds are going to come. They're going to be hard. They're going to be treacherous sometimes, these trials and struggles in life. But we can stand back. We can observe ourselves. We can manage our own minds. We can regulate our own selves and our own emotions and our own thoughts. We can train ourselves to recognize how we want to show up. And we can do that to help our children too and other people around us in just the way that we respond to them. If our child feels hurt by something that we said, we don't need to get emotionally um, distraught by getting defensive and telling them that they're wrong, but instead really accepting and understanding where they're at. We can stand back and just see the mental mess <laughs> that we have to clean up. And that's what she talks about, Dr. Leaf. Um, 
We become empowered over our situations because of awareness and being okay to feel our feelings more. That's how we become more resilient. Because if we're feeling our feelings more and we know what we're actually experiencing, if we know that we're going to be in a situation that we can't control or we don't like, we may be, okay, here's an example. We may be going to someone's house and there may be one person, like if you're at a family gathering or something, and you know that there's going to be one person there that you're not going to really like, but you want to go to this specific event because you want to support somebody and you, that's the kind of person you want to be. You just want to go there and enjoy yourself. But you know that this one person always has this energy that you struggle to be around because it feels like it's a negative, low, heavy energy or something. Or maybe they always criticize you. They always try to give you ideas to improve yourself or lose weight or whatever that looks like for you. And you just know that you kind of need to be prepared for that situation. And it's really hard to prepare ourselves for those moments if we're not aware of how we feel our feelings, what it feels like in our body. So we might know ahead of time, oh my goodness, I always feel nervous. But when you actually get in your body, it's more of, oh yeah, I kind of feel like this is anxiety, but maybe it's just, oh, this is just my stomach. It's turning a little, my heart races a little faster. My, my palms get a little more sweaty and I can do that. I can do hard emotions. If we know that the worst thing that could happen is feeling a feeling, an emotion, we can do anything. But we think that it's much worse than that. We think that we're in a dangerous situation. So I was reading a talk um, by one of general authorities that are in my church, and he was talking about just a little example of his grandson who wanted to go on the carousel, but he didn't want to go on one of the animals that went up and down. And his grandma, she convinced him that he would be fine, that everything's safe, that she's right there. And he trusted her. And so he got on and it's going up and down and he's smiling and he looks at her and he says, grandma, I'm safe. And then he says, but I don't feel safe. (laughs) Sometimes We need to actually look at our situation, look at our life, be with our body, be with our emotions, and really answer that question for ourselves. Are you safe? Are you in a safe place? Like literally, are you safe or are you being chased by a lion? Is somebody trying to attack you? Is someone trying to beat you? Is someone doing something? Um, Are you safe? And then do you feel safe? Because those could be two different answers. You could be in a safe place at home, safe from dangers, but you might not feel safe because maybe there's an energy or maybe there's these thoughts in your own mind that's creating that feeling of uneasiness and you might not feel safe. And to make and allow ourselves to feel safe, we get to be the one to give ourselves that attention. And the more we go through that, the more resilient we become. The more we allow ourselves to actually feel those feelings, we become resilient. And that is so empowering. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be like a snap of your fingers and it's all better. But we become resilient 
when we choose to be in those moments, do those hard things, and become the kind of person that we want to be in those moments. If we stop relying on other people to always be there for us, to confirm to us that everything's going to be okay, because our kids aren't always going to have us there for them either. They need to learn to fill it for themselves, to confirm within themselves, to confirm from God or a higher power that it's going to be okay. These are just feelings and they know exactly what we're going through. So here it is, today's episode, Becoming Resilient. See how you can become more resilient by actually just feeling your feelings, by doing the hard things and paying attention, being aware of your responses and who you are because of these things. Thank you and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming You Forever podcast. If any of this was of a benefit to you, then I would just encourage you to share with your friends and family and on social media and also to hop on over to iTunes and leave a review. It is so amazing when we get to help each other learn and grow and when we get to share what has been a benefit to us with others. So if any of these things have helped you or have piqued your curiosity in any way and you want further work with me, then please also check out my Facebook page, Emily Pete, and also Insights from Emily on Instagram. And then go ahead and email support if you have any questions or you know any topics that you want to go over, www.insightsfromemily.org or at insightsfromemily at gmail.com.